There's too many motherfucking songs on this motherfucking podcast. But it's... But it, it's... It's the single sweep. Swept media. Get swept up in today's independent music. And welcome to the single sweep. I'm your host, Anthony Longhair Leclerc, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, the marvelous Marla the Mouse McCarty. What's up, everybody? So, uh, today's single that we will sweep is a song by London's own London, England. By the way, not Ontario for those Canadians listening. Pretty <laughs> sure all of the people who are subscribed right now. Um, so, London, England's own Samuel Jack. There's too many motherfucking songs on this motherfucking podcast. But it's, but it, it's, it's the single sweep. Sorry, I had to make a Samuel L. Jackson joke. It just, it had to happen. Yes. And now that it has, sorry, Samuel. Uh, so <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sure I'm not the first person who's done that, and I definitely won't be the last. That's very true. Um, so. London's own Samuel Jack has just released a, uh, or recently released, rather, a uh, single entitled In My Head, um, where he details not only, or at least confronts uh, struggles with mental health issues, uh, which he has had and hopes to uh, to express to others his feelings on the topic as a way to, to help others. So... Um, I mean, I know a few people who suffer from mental health issues. Um, we live in North Bay, yeah. Ontario, so there are quite a few people who we don't know, but we know they have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, I guess it's a thing that, that people deal with every day in one facet or another, whether it's anxiety or or anger or depression or, you know. Uh, whatever the case may be. So let's dig into In My Head by Samuel Jack, uh, his way of shining a light on the importance of recognizing and helping others with mental health issues. Oh, I'm sitting at the table having dinner with the devil tonight. I've been rolling in the dark again Praying for the morning light I'm quick on the liquor to ease my pain Slow in the sand as I sink away And I'm struggling with myself Every day It's dragging me down Oh, 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 oh It's in my head They say it's in my head I know I'm at the bottom of the bottle And there's nothing left to wash it down And all my highs and all my lows And all my ghosts, they keep pouring out I'm quick on the liquor to ease my pain I'm feeding the fire as it burns away And I'm fighting with the shadow Every day 
Samuel Jack. Yeah, I I thought that was great. I think I I really appreciate what he's doing with the music here. As somebody who myself I have struggled with my own mental health issues and I've used my music to sort of help me with that and written songs about it. I think it's really important to bring that issue to the forefront and I think music is a really great way of expressing that. I mean, for me, Music is the best therapy. Like, it really has helped me through a lot of very tough situations. So I'm very glad that he's going about and doing this and sort of being an activist for that through his music. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, I mean, speaking as someone who doesn't overwhelmingly suffer with any mental health issues other than sociopathy, which, I mean just essentially i mean so anyway (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i so this to the song itself so the yes yes about the message to the song itself um thoughts on the construction i i think it was so like i said there i am a listener of some types of pop music I don't listen to a ton of pop music but this is definitely like it definitely falls in the more like mainstream pop style music for me and I I don't know like I thought it was a well-crafted song like I Mm -hmm. thought it was great and I think you know in my mind I'm glad that people who write pop music are doing that because I mean it like I don't it sounds kind of shitty but it gets to a wider audience because there's a lot of people in my generation who listen to pop music. It's why it's called pop music is because it's popular, whatever. Yeah. So I think it's a great vein to sort of get that mental health message out because you're getting that message to a lot of people, especially my age, who are maybe going through this and they're like, well, I feel so alone. I don't know, you know, where to go for this. And they listen to this song and they're like, oh, okay, you know. Maybe I feel slightly less alone because someone else is going through this shit. Yeah. Mm. I feel like there could be such philosophical discussion happened on this single sweep. Um, if, if only because I, so I, I, I agree to all the things you're saying to a point, which is very interesting. And we've had these discussions about oh, this yeah, kind of absolutely. stuff before. So like, <laughs> we don't really need to get into the weeds with this, but I mean, we may mm. as well, we're on a podcast, so it's fun. Um, and this song has inspired us to have this discussion. So good job, Samuel Jack. And it is a kick-ass song. Um, and we'll get to the construction of the song shortly, but just based on what you've said. So I think music in general is that very thing where, Mm -hmm. where people are just like, ah, I'm not alone because someone else is suffering too. That's like Fall to Pieces by Velvet Revolver, for example, is 
in my opinion, essentially Scott Wayland crying for help mm-hmm. while he's on the downhill slope of getting wrecked on heroin and ultimately overdosing and dying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure there are plenty of people who hear that song and they're like, fuck, I'm not alone, you know? Or like any Chris Cornell song, you know Yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, so, I, I mean, I think it spans all genres. It spans all, you know... Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say as much with pop because it's... I mean, a lot of music can get to a lot of people. It just really depends on your audience. Yeah, <laughs> I think... And see, this... this so, the, the reason where I have some contention with what you said is simply because of the, the genre-specific and the generationally-specific thing that you said, where it's... Mm. Yeah, so it, it could very well be that your generation listens to more pop than mine does because the pop of my generation is like, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Avril Lavigne when she started. Yeah. Slash, <laughs> slash Michael Jackson when he ended. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Like, that's, I guess, and even Avril Lavigne's kind of actually late for, like, because mm-hmm. I was hitting to a point where I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but uh, no offense to Avril Lavigne fans out there. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think, so I'm, I'm not sure, and especially since I'm not one who listens to pop an awful lot, um, except for my job, which has been fun because then I find songs like this that I actually do quite like, and mm. it is nice that it's promoting a good message. However, I will say that if we want to go specifically about a genera- generational discussion, and this isn't, this isn't solely your generation, mm-hmm. don't think I'm trying to sound like the old man being like, oh, for fuck's sake, your generation mm. of like fucking weak can't fucking do anything for themselves, everything is so sensitive type of people. I will say, though, it seems predominant in your generation where where that's a thing, where everyone is just like, oh my god, you said something insulting to me, therefore lose your job. Or, therefore, I'm going, I'm gonna call mommy. You know what I mean? And it's just like, so, so yes, I agree with the message of this song, I just, I feel like, I don't know where I'm going with it. All, all, all I was going to get onto because you, I think it's because you specifically said your generation and pop music, and that made me think, yeah, but they're all just going to cry about things and then be like, oh, someone else feels the way I do, and now that gives me an excuse to feel weak still and not do anything good about it, and then to just like sit in this eternity of privilege because people are going to help me out because I don't have to do any work because I'm hurting. See, I disagree with you on that. I'm sure you do. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I do disagree with you on that. Because I think... I don't know. I guess it, it, like it, it's very situational. Like, some people could listen to that and be like, oh, yeah, no, now I don't... Like, someone else feels the way I feel, so I don't have to do anything, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it can be... Like, it can be really empowering to somebody, I think. Like, I mean, in my mind, I would listen to this and be like, yeah, okay. Like, somebody else... Somebody else gets it. And, like, maybe this is an avenue that, maybe this is a good way for me to express myself is to sit down and write music or write poetry or whatever. Like, be, like, find an avenue in which to express the way I feel to help myself, like, deal with those feelings, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, I, so it's funny because you disagree with what I said, but then made a point that I absolutely agree with, mm-hmm. um, which I did open with. Yeah. Essentially the same point, which mm-hmm. is that, yes, this spans generations and spans genres, 
because music is that universal language in which we can all find uh, some form of equality mm. and can feel like, ah, someone gets me and now I feel better about it. Um, I just, I just worry when it's, I think I just worry about specificity to certain things. Like this is why I think this is why I brought up the bridge to generations and genres. Yeah. So that it's not just specifically your generation and pop, because mm -hmm. then all I think about are the people who are just like listening to the new breakup album by Taylor Swift thinking like, oh, someone gets me and my life is so tragic because some dude broke up with me who's a piece of shit anyway and now I have a reason to piss and moan more while I don't work and don't really know what that is. You know? Yeah. That's that's all. So, okay. I mean, that's all. As if, like, that's just a smooth... <laughs> a smooth transition to talking about the rest of this track. Anyways. <laughs> no, no, no. But, so, so I agree with you. I just... I guess I just didn't want the specificity because that specificity triggers me in a way that I think of this, oh that, or the God, other thing. Oh, my God, you triggered. I know. It fucking kills me, you know? Um, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, this song is a good song. And the fact that... Samuel Jack is promoting this message is a good thing. Please don't get me mixed up with someone who just thinks that everyone is a weak little bitch who should just like man up and, you know, not feel feelings. Just yeah. just cuz I don't doesn't mean that <laughs> doesn't mean that you don't have to. I mean, it, so it's it's just that there this is I feel like I'm digging myself a hole. Which I am very good at because I'm a skilled gravedigger, but, <laughs> um, but it's it's important to me. The reason why I'm getting uh, typically we don't go off on a too lengthy philosophical discussion on on any of the songs that we talk about, but I think it's one. I think it's worth talking about mental health issues, so that's good. Absolutely. I think okay. Here it is. I think my point is that I don't want mental health issues to be confused with laziness. That's fair. And so so I agree with your points and I agree that this is a good thing to promote and to have out there. I just hope that the people who are taking in this song and music like it can really take something from it and actually make a change as opposed to sitting there and continually pissing and moping about how hard their lives are without doing anything about it. I'd like, I don't want to say I don't care if your life's hard. I care if your life's hard as a human being to another human being, but I care less about your life being hard if you're doing nothing about it. And even if you feel like day in and day out, you can't do anything about it. There's something out there that will help you do something about it. And hopefully this song is that. I hope so too. And I know that's his intention, at least to some degree. And I think in terms of artists, I mean, I don't write my music with an audience in mind, but if it helps, if it does, I know this is so cliched, but if my music does help one person, does make some person feel something awesome, then mm. I, I feel more accomplished than just having written this song. I will still write my songs even if no one ever hears them, but it does... It does feel nice to know that it's helped someone. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. And you know what I think is really great? Is that this song, I feel, has done its job because we've sat down and talked about it. So, good on you, Samuel yes. Jackson. I agree because I said the same thing five minutes ago. 
<laughs> uh, life lesson from Long Hair LeClaire. Don't be fucking lazy. There you go. You heard it, folks. Even if your head hurts, don't be lazy. I've been there. <laughs> and I think Marla can attest to this. I'm no longer as lazy. <laughs> but anyway, to the construction of the song. Mm-hmm. I think that was a smooth transition. Um, to the construction of the song. I very much like the over-emphatic rasp to his... The, uh, in yeah, his voice. yeah. That that like it's grit and rasp and mm-hmm. just like I had a bottle of whiskey this morning and I need to tell you about this shitty thing that's happening in my life is mm-hmm. what I got from that opening and I was like, oh yeah. It's like I've had that voice in the morning before. <laughs> and uh, and then it made me. Then when it hit the chorus, I was like, you have a very beautiful voice. <laughs> yeah, it punched in and I was like, oh hello. Yeah. Um, there is a part in the song. And it's not, it's not to do with the synthy stuff because I, I can say whatever I want about synth music is still going to exist and it's still going to exist in a way that I don't like because I'm me and that's subjective anyway because it's oh, music. Yeah. So whatever. But um, that being said, I think actually the composition of the song was quite well done. I would love to hear a stripped down acoustic version of it. Oh, me too. Maybe piano, cello, guitar? Yes. I think that would be yes. fan-fucking-tastic. However, my point was going to be when, uh, just as it comes into the chorus where he says, dragging me down or pulling me down, dragging me down. Dra- yeah, it's yeah. dragging me down. And they, so I, in this sense, I think it gets too poppy to me because the song is so, it speaks for itself, which is why I think a stripped down version could be so awesome. But the song is great anyway. But the whole, like, the that, like, whole added vocal thing with, like, the the warped backing vocal behind it before, oh, yeah. like, the chorus comes in with the, the harmonies and shit. Mm-hmm. And the backing vocals there, which are quite beautiful and haunting and ethereal. I like that. Uh, that always makes me smile. But just, like, that bass, you like, while he's also singing Dragging Me Down, I was like, but why? <laughs> you don't need the added effect, man. Like, your voice is enough to get you there. And as obviously, it's his vision, it's his song, so I can just shut the fuck up in his mind, I'm sure. I'm just telling you what I think. But, um, and he does say through the chorus, like, the voice is in my head, right? And mm-hmm. he, like, he talks about the voices in my head, and I'm just like, hence the title of the song. But, yeah. um, but. I would rather hear if there was going to be another vocal um, addition there. I would rather, I think it would make more sense to be where he's talking about the voices in his head as opposed to it's dragging me down and then just to emphasize the fact that he's going down has to like take his voice, alter it and then make it go down. Like we get it's going down. We don't need to have it like. I don't know. It sounds like every I... other pop song. This is a moment. This is my Andy Schoenar moment for the for the single sweep this episode. Is that moment reminds me of thirty other pop songs, and so I I care less about that moment. Is I I do kind of agree with you a little bit on that though. Well, good. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but that being said, uh, do check out Samuel Jack. He's a fucking awesome musician. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for doing what you do to bring mental health issues to the forefront. I think it's fantastic. Yes, hopefully my commentary hasn't made it worse. I honestly mean that. I'm not just trying to be a comedian here. Um, I Again, I do very much enjoy the song. Um, and I think it. I think the, the point of it is very good and worthwhile. Um, and uh, I just think what I think about music, so I'm just going to say it. Well, there That's you go. All. Um, but yeah, so check out Samuel Jack. He's a, a fairly accomplished musician. He's been all over the place. Uh, he's been featured in Shameless and Nashville. Not as a... Not on screen, but his music. Mm. And those are two fairly popular shows. Uh, Shameless is running on season fucking infinity right now. And uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where Nashville is, but uh, but it's, it's also quite popular. So, I mean, his music's been featured quite a bit. And uh, so he's a rather accomplished and successful musician. This is the thing I want to talk about. Um, is the idea of, of mental health and success. So, sorry, this is just popping in my mind because I think it is a very important thing. Say what you feel. So, this I will. Uh, Good. I've been doing it this whole episode. Good. <laughs> um, there, there's something to be said about those having... So, when I talked about laziness earlier, those are people who, again, who are just like... They recognize there's a problem. They do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between that and someone who has mental health issues but has a decent amount of success, which I, I would include Samuel Jack in that. Um, maybe He's not superstar, perhaps, but he's doing well by his music and his art, and he's making a career. He's making a go of it, mm-hmm. right? And so some might, someone might say, oh, well, who the fuck is this guy to sing about mental health issues? He's, look at him, he's clearly successful, so he's got to not be hurting much. Yeah, to me, that's, I think that's bullshit. I agree. Um, And I think that anyone who confuses uh, mental health issues with only people who, like, can't function uh, have a a problem. I mean, I, I think we all deal with stress, we all deal with anxiety, we all deal with depression, we all deal with anger, we all deal with them to varying degrees, and some people can't control the chemical imbalance in their fucking brain, um, or haven't found the way to do it yet, I should say. But, uh... Yeah, like, I think, you know, it's definitely, people are always like, oh, like, they see somebody who's wildly successful like you know for example i guess you know lady gaga it's like you have you're a multi-millionaire you have like millions of people who adore you oh how can you be depressed like how can you feel this way people just completely write you off because they're like oh you have the perfect life so and there's must be nothing wrong in your life so therefore you can't experience mental health issues which is bullshit yeah money can't buy you happiness it can buy you a lot of things Mm-hmm. that can add to your happiness or to your contentment, mm-hmm. uh, to your quality of life. But unfortunately, that very um, primitive, misfiring uh, piece of jelly that's in your skull 
that <laughs> that um, you know betrays part of the lowly origin of our species uh, doesn't always allow people to be fucking happy. I find often some of the most successful people are probably the most fucking depressed. Yeah. Um, you know, Scott Wayland and Chris Cornell, since we did mention them earlier, mm-hmm. or since I did mention them earlier, um, they they didn't OD because they were fucking super happy. They were both incredibly successful. Stone mm. Temple Pilots and Velvet Revolver were huge. Soundgarden and Audio Slave and just Chris Cornell's solo career and Temple of the Dog. Those are all huge. Um, yeah, or even if you look at people like the like comedians or like... Every comedian. <laughs> yeah, like every comedian or like people like Robin Williams. You think you look at him on screen and you think he's the happiest fucking guy in the world. Like, you know... But he's struggled hugely with mental health issues. Maybe not Joe Rogan. Maybe not as much. Only because I every time I listen to him talk about it, he he seems to sort of take like the stance that I have, and then like goes a little further by saying like you know like I get it, but man up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because and and I mean he also lives an incredibly healthy lifestyle, and any mental health issues that he could conceivably have had, or like in the past, or could have had happened to him at some point mm-hmm. are probably mitigated a lot by his extraordinarily healthy lifestyle and the fact that he's built himself up to have this success to have that healthy lifestyle so yeah, yes exactly. success can help you mm-hmm. to get to a healthy lifestyle but you have to know how to use it and you have to know how to be okay with it not a lot of people are okay with being famous and then people will shit on people for being famous like oh well how can they not be happy and it's like well because you keep talking shit about them exactly yeah they have feelings too they can buy an island to get away from you guys talking shit about them but internet still exists Mm -hmm. and uh you know like whatever but you know johnny depp has an island and he's got a fucking wine bill of like 30 grand a day or a week or whatever a lot of a lot of money yeah that's Um, unreal (laughs) but like and i imagine it's because he's not the happiest fucking camper in the world uh yeah Anyway, we're just going off about people who are famous who aren't happy, which is like, I assume most of them, if not all of them. Um, So I guess that's us saying, find your own way to being happy. It's not necessarily going to be an easy road. And if you're already happy, that's fantastic. And if you really think that everything is perfect and peachy, I'd second guess yourself and then find the thing that actually makes you happy as opposed to just content. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference. Trust me. I've, I've spent a good chunk of my life in what I like to call melancholic contentment. Mainly because I look at the rest of the world and I'm like, oh, it's fucked. So how can I be happy because I can't really seemingly do anything just on my own to really make a difference on that scale? Mm-hmm. But then, thankfully, there are moments where I make a difference for someone else and so on and so forth. And that adds to the quality of life for everyone. Um, not that I'm a gigantic philanthropist or anything like that. I'm just saying, like... Giving someone a smile when you're walking down the street, holding the door open for someone. Yeah, someone might look at you really weird, especially if you're in a big city. When I lived in Toronto, it like oh it my almost God, it, it almost me crazy. It almost broke my heart when I first moved there because I'd hold the door open for someone. They looked at me like I was fucking mental, and I was just like, I'm about to become that because now I don't understand. Like I was raised to be polite and to oh, me to too. help people and and you know show some form of care and generosity that there's another human being near me. And it seems the anonymity that the city affords people ha- often will withdraw any of that sort of sense. So there, 
the people around them are just sort of obstacles in the way of them getting on with their day. Uh, and that happens here too in North Bay, guaranteed. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the number to, to a lesser extent, but it still absolutely happens. But a far more concentrated extent because of the mental health issues in North Bay. So the number of times people have to walk by people, and I I will say I'm guilty of this too, of walking by people who are clearly suffering from some sort of uh, addiction, uh, likely brought on by a mental health issue, or that has now caused a mental health issue, mm-hmm. uh, is staggering. I mean, people walk by them all the time. Pay them, try and pay them no mind because they need to get on with their day and why should they help someone who's got themselves into this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I just So we've tried to close out this podcast several times now and I just want to thank Samuel Jack for sparking such a thank wonderful... You so much. <laughs> ...philosophical discussion. It's not often that this happens to this extent on this podcast. Mm, it's been great. So given that this is the second episode of the single sweep, I'm glad that we relegated this single to its own episode oh, me as, too. as opposed to lumping it in with several singles, which is what we had done with swept up before mm-hmm. in order to make up the time. The, the single sweep, uh, at least for Samuel Jack really works because we've now hit swept up lengths of episode here mm-hmm. with, with this debate, uh, what discussion, hardly a debate. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. Thank you to Samuel Jack. Do check out his song in my head. Um, support his music and his uh, and his cause. Check the links out in the description below. Uh, check out LeClaireStudios.com if you're into travel. Check out The World Over. It's our travelogue we've got going on there. Um, if you're into um, fiction and poetry, check out uh, The Writer's Roost there with uh, original work from all over. If you are into music reviews and would rather read them than listen to the dulcet tones of my voice or the excitable tones of Marla Mouse McCarty's voice, <laughs> um, then do check out Swept Up on uh, the Little Claire Studios page and um, check out the store and uh, get some fun things like your own customizable song. There are 10 tunes to choose from and uh, just fill out the form and you'll have a personalized song sent to you. There's also personalized short stories and personalized limericks, which are always fun. Christmas is coming, so do check out personalized limericks, uh, short stories, and songs. Buy one for your mom. Buy one for your uncle. Buy one for your dog. Merry Christmas. And then, I guess, read it to your dog. Um, Because they can't. Because they're a dog. Unless you're being really mean about your brother or sister. Um... (laughs) And do check out, um, so the customizable songs right now, by the way, there's uh, a special uh, promotion going on right now, or fundraiser going on right now with it. Uh, it's called Tunes for Tam Tam. Uh, that's uh, my good friend Tammy Belanger, who is currently fighting cancer. And uh, so all uh, cut of the proceeds from the Tunes for Tam Tam will go directly to helping uh, Tammy with getting to appointments and getting groceries and just being able to have some sort of quality of life while she's dealing with the horror of a fight against cancer. Um, so do help keep her spirits up with some hilarious custom tunes and uh, get your own customizable tune for Tam Tam today. Swept Media 
swept up in today's independent music. What the fuck's it called? <laughs> there we go. So I just read this whole thing about it, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> it's been a long day, okay? So, London's own Samuel Jack... This on the whole time from the last one, too. God damn it. Are you having a time there, bud? Yes, I'm having a long day. <laughs> I didn't get to bed till three this morning, okay? So, I guess we can check out just how exactly Samuel, Jack, I almost said it. I almost said it. <laughs> I heard that. It's going to be so hard. So, especially since you made that joke. So, I guess we'll check out uh, just to stop looking at me like that. <laughs> so, I guess we'll just kick it off and uh, see how Samuel Jack um, takes uh, the... Fuck, I can't even do it. Because <laughs> I can feel you just being like... I'm not even doing it anymore. You're just like... It's like ingrained in your mind now. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> stop laughing. Sorry. All right. All right, so let's check out Samuel Jack's... Uh, I don't know what I want to say. It's not the name anymore. That's bugger. I just don't know what the fuck I want to say. His take on mental health issues, the way in which... All right, so let's check out Samuel Jack's method of helping others and uh, expressing his own mental health issues. That doesn't even make fucking sense. Ah, uh, you say something for a change. Okay, I will. All right, so shall we? No, fuck. See? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we can. We? Why not? No, whatever. Okay. 